My favorite memories always begin with a room full of family and friends sitting around a table telling stories. The energy is high with the most captivating voices in the room commanding the attention of everyone else. Well, just about. With the exception of some side chatter or in my family it's usually debates, <laughs> everyone is completely locked in, focused. The intimacy in that room is so thick you can almost reach out and hold on to it. My happy place. A few months ago, I set out on this journey to capture the essence of that room. The camaraderie, empathy, and most of all, the laughter. Everything you get through the exchange of stories, I skimmed a little off the top, bottled it up, and called it Be Mused. And today, I've got a little story for you. I am your host, B, and now that you're all caught up, let's get right into it. One of my worst nightmares is that I would grow up and have children and learn that one or more of my children has a peanut allergy. There is not currently a word in the English language that can adequately describe the love that I have for peanut butter. And growing up, once I learned that you could smear this deliciousness on a sandwich and call it lunch, I was all about this life, by any means necessary. We were all lined up at the door of my classroom waiting to go to lunch. My friends were super chatty, talking and squirming around in line like first graders that they were. And I had my eyes fixed on the trash can in the front of the room. I was completely focused. As my teacher, Miss Wallacavage, was making her way to the front of the room, our line leader, Robbie S., spotted something in the trash can, reached in, and grabbed it. When he came up, waving around in his hand was a $5 bill, which he immediately handed to Miss Wallacavage. I froze. Because it was, in fact, the same $5 bill my parents had given me that morning before I left for school. And coincidentally, the same $5 bill that I had tossed into the trash can only moments before. Miss Wallacavage got the classroom's attention and caught everybody up on the situation. She asked, did anyone lose their lunch money? Silence. Are you guys sure? Can you please check your pockets? She probed some more, and in that moment, I was incredibly annoyed at the integrity of my classmates. Couldn't anyone lie and say it was their money? They would not. Up until this point, in my one and a half years of elementary school, Miss Wallacavage was my favorite teacher ever. So I hated that it had to be her that I lied to. But I was on mission, and I wasn't going to let some sweet, caring teacher get in the way of what I had set out to do that day. Okay. I will have it in my purse if anyone realizes when we get to the cafeteria that you've lost your lunch money. After what felt like an hour, she finally gave up, and we were on our way. My class arrived in the cafeteria, 
and after a few minutes, I spotted my cousin, Neola. She was sitting with the rest of her class eating lunch. I waved, and she waved back frantically, and we got super excited and giggly about it, as you do when you see someone you were expecting to see in the place you were expecting to see them. After the Neola thing, I followed the rest of my classmates to the line for people who bought hot lunch. As I waited in line, I thought about my plan. For those of you who did not attend elementary school in Broward County, Florida, let me fill you in. Every day at lunch, students type in a PIN number and pay the cashier $1. The PIN number serves two purposes. One is to notify the cashier of any students who qualify for free or reduced lunch. The second is to allow students the ability to charge to their accounts on days that they forget their money. It was their way of getting us kids acquainted with America's obsession with debt from an early age. At our school, you had two charges and then you were out. On day one, you could get to the hot lunch counter and realize you forgot your money and charge it to your account. On day two, you could pull this same stunt and still charge a dollar to your account and have your hot school lunch. But on day three, you're expected to bring $3 in, $2 to settle your account, and $1 for the day's meal. If you did not remember to bring your money, you could not eat school lunch, and you were instead given a saran-wrapped peanut butter sandwich. You may recall my parents had given me $5 that morning. $2 were to settle my account because I had forgotten my lunch money the two days prior, and the rest of the money would remain in my account, like a savings account. You may also recall that I threw this money in the trash just before lunch. Did I mention that I love peanut butter? I got into character and I got focused. Making my way through the lunch line, I chose different items to put on my tray leading up to my grand act. A carton of milk here, an apple there. By the time I arrived at the cashier, my tray was believable and sufficiently full. I typed in my lunch pin and got into full character. Searching for the money I knew I didn't have, I patted down my pockets, knowing there wasn't anything in them. I reached my hands in, and I reached my hands out. I did it once more, just for added effect. Then, with my head down, I told the lunch lady that I had forgotten my money again. As she took my tray to the back, she returned with an I'm sorry, sweetheart, and a peanut butter sandwich. It took everything in me not to bubble over with joy in front of her. I left the lunch line and headed straight through the cafeteria to my class's table. When my cousin, Neola, saw that I had a peanut butter sandwich instead of a hot lunch tray like everyone else, she looked concerned. And I reassured her with a Kanye shrug long before Kanye was even Kanye. I devoured that peanut butter sandwich, and it tasted like the other side of hard work. Gold. My plan had worked, and I kept on living my best life, eating peanut butter sandwiches at school for the rest of the week. That weekend, Neola's parents dropped her off to my house to play, and within five minutes of her arrival, she told my parents, You know, you guys should really give Bianca money for lunch. She has to eat peanut butter every day. My parents glared at me. I glared at Neola. 
From what I remember, Neola's visit was cut short. I confessed what I had done to my parents because I hadn't mastered lying yet, and I got in the worst trouble of my life. At least up until that point as a six-year-old. Why did you throw the money away? I don't know. Why didn't you just give it back to us? I don't know. Why did you lie to us? I don't... I just... I just wanted peanut butter. If you ask my mother today, she'll tell you that my parents were in the worst financial position of their marriage, that they were struggling to make ends meet, and how that $5 felt like 500 While I was learning the importance of hard work and that I could do anything or have anything I set my mind to with the right amount of manipulation and trickery, they were enraged and completely missing the point. Parents. My parents and I have since made up, and it helps that I buy my own peanut butter now. Truth is, I love peanut butter. Truth is, I occasionally make bad decisions. Truth is, looking back, this still doesn't really seem like one of them. But the truth is also this. I have not always been the best at choosing truth. One of my favorite uncles always begins each story by saying, let me give you a story. Now, I don't know whether he phrases it this way because English is just not his first language or because he's on to something deeper that every story really is a gift. Here on Bemused, every episode is an invitation to see the world from a perspective other than your own. And I hope that you will see that as a gift. Today's contents were thoughtfully prepared and mixed to taste for your consumption. Special thanks to Neola for the sugar and Susan for the nutmeg. Whether you choose to indulge while on the job or pair it with your favorite iced brew on your morning commute, I just ask that you do so responsibly, always with a friend, and thank you, listener, for lending me your ear.